0: You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> Hello and welcome into the Starcastic Remarks Studios. Forgot to turn my ring light on, so you guys can actually see me. And uh, I am Ryan. I'm the host of Starcastic Remarks. Um, tonight you are just stuck with me. This is the AGR for game number 34 against the Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers get uh, revenge for the shootout win by the Dallas Stars about a week ago, and uh, it's honestly one of the worst games I've watched the Stars play in uh, in recent memory just every facet of the game it was was not good for the Dallas Stars tonight. Um the Stars do lose tonight by a final score of 7 to 1, so at least we ruined the shutout for Sergei Bobrovsky. Thank you uh Hens. but um anyways, guys, before we get into the uh, game tonight, I do want to say thank you to DraftKings who is our sponsor of our show and also of our entire uh hockey podcast network uh they allow us to do this stuff for free and have fun with it so uh next time you go and use their app please use the promo code thpn and it lets them know uh that we are the ones that sent you um we are looking at this game as stars fans and wondering what the heck happened uh i i can't i can't tell you if it was one specific thing tonight um, there were just multiple different fronts on everything tonight. Um, if I'm talking about my biggest takeaway for today's game, uh, tonight's game, however you want to look at it, it John Klingberg. Uh, I, I don't know what, what it was with him tonight, but in, maybe it's just because we've been talking about him so much and he's wanting that uh, contract extension and he wants an eight-year deal from the Dallas Stars to stay with the team. But if he's really trying to prove to the Dallas Stars that he deserves that kind of money and that kind of term, he is not proving it right now. Because tonight there were multiple turnovers by him. Um, When he was on the ice, I I think he was responsible for three of the first four goals for the Florida Panthers tonight. And uh, that was not very impressive at all. Um, And then on on top of that, there was one shift in particular in the third period that I was just kind of it was twice, absolute twice, that he turned the puck over. They, they, it should have been an easy exit out of our zone. It's the third period. The Florida Panthers have gotten out of the zone. Or, you know, they've, they've taken their foot off the gas pedal, and that doesn't seem to to bother John Klingberg for some reason, and he just continues to turn the puck over. So, uh, but that was my biggest takeaway for tonight's game, uh, was just the play of John Klingberg was not very good. But, Uh, You know, that was the thing I noticed, but it was just all around. Uh, It was just not a good game by uh, anybody. Um, I I do want to start off with just a couple pieces of good news. Um, First thing I wanted to point out was uh, congratulations to uh, Joel Hanley, who who, uh, celebrated the birth of his child. And uh, that's why he was not in, uh, what was it, Wednesday night's game? Wednesday night's game. And uh, so I just want to say congratulations to him. And, uh, you know, also another positive thing, just because I'm trying to find positive things to talk about out of this game, is uh, Brent Severn, pretty good. Pretty good as a color, co- uh, color commentator filling in for, uh, uh, for Razor 5-hole, uh, Mr. Daryl Razor Ray, over the past couple of games. So um, good for him. Um, if he ever ventures into something else, he can definitely uh, go into any kind of broadcast and be that, uh, that guy for a broadcast team. Um, and then I also promised uh, somebody who I know via Twitter that I would mention this as well. But uh, this is a cool thing for just Dallas Stars hockey in general for the, uh, the clubs. Um, and it looks like that the uh, Stars Elite Girls will be hosting the 2023 USA Hockey Girls Tier 1 National Championship. So really cool thing for them to be able uh, to host. It's a really cool thing for uh, the Dallas Stars and Texas to host, you know, being more recognized on uh, the national stage. That's really cool uh, for the Dallas Stars to host, uh, the Dallas Stars elite girls to host this. So, um, anyways, just to get into some of the uh, the goals in, in tonight's game, there's not much positive to talk about. Um, I don't even know if I want to go into all of these goals because, I mean, maybe I'll just go ahead and talk about a couple. Um so in the in the first period, uh Gustav Forsling gets his first of the year and it has to be against the Dallas Stars from Sam Bennett and Jonathan Huberdeau. Jonathan Huberdeau. Holy crap, man. Uh, that's at that point it was his 35th assist, but I think by the end of the night he would get two more. So he ends with 37 assists in tonight's game. Um but th- there was nobody covering the back door on uh, Jay Gottinger at all and uh you know, I it it was just a completely blown play by the Dallas Stars. There was no defense there whatsoever, and uh, the Nashville Predators are up one to nothing very early into into the game, about three minutes in. Um, probably about five minutes later, uh, Anthony Duclair, who's on a steal of a contract according to uh, Brian Ray's, that uh, he's making three million dollars. He has 15 goals on the season with his, uh, with their with the Florida Panthers' second goal of the period. And, again, it's from Jonathan Huberdeau. Great pass, great shot. 2-0 uh, them by the end of the first period. Uh, Carter Verhege would score. Jonathan Huberdeau would score. San- Sam Bennett would score three times to get the last three goals for the Florida Panthers. And uh, if it wasn't for Ropey Hence, this game would have been 7 nothing. So, uh, thank you, Ropey Hence, for at least giving us something exciting to cheer about, even if it was just for uh, a little bit. So, anyways, uh, I mean, there's really not much to talk about here tonight, guys. Um, One of the, just to throw some stats out for you, uh, because I really don't know what to talk about, because there's so many bad things to talk about. Um, Jay Gottinger tonight did not look fantastic at all. Um, He had a couple of of really good saves, but obviously the team in front of him was just in you know not at all interested in learning how to defend or be in front of uh Jake, Jake Ottinger today. So he was kinda left out uh to hang and dry uh, for the for the goaltending tonight for the Dallas Stars. Um you know, the throughout the game It it, it just didn't seem like there was any kind of emotion, any kind of, uh, you know, I can't think of the word right now, but any kind of push, anything from the Dallas Stars to get going in this game. And it just continued to, to just drag along and drag along. And it wasn't until the third period when the game was already out of reach where the Stars finally scored or showed any kind of offensive pressure whatsoever. And in this game, it's really really scary to see that and view that and know that we have to turn around the very next night and play against the Tampa Bay Lightning the uh reigning two-time Stanley Cup champions because I mean I put this up on on Twitter I was just like they do realize they have to play tomorrow night right I mean they, they, they gotta get at least a win tonight because of who we're gonna have to be playing tomorrow and that game is not likely to be won either if you're the Dallas Stars so and I would understand them losing tomorrow night but the fact that I, I don't even know what to say about this this game tonight there everything about this game was bad. there was not one good thing that I could pull out of this game to say oh this was really good and you know you, you could take some positives from this. Um, I have not watched uh, Rick Bonas's, uh press game conference and I will do that right after this podcast and I just honestly just wanted to get this over with just because of how this game went. But um I mean I am trying guys. I'm I'm really trying to find something to look at stat-wise to to talk about that would be in the positive and there's literally nothing. For a while I thought okay, fine, we won the third period when we got the goal and it was 6 to 1. <laughs> and then Sam Bennett turns around and he's like, "Nope, never mind." So uh that's that was the deal with that. So um I will give myself some props that I watched the whole dang thing, because when it got to 4 nothing, that's when I really wanted to turn it off. Yeah, Fernando, <laughs> I didn't even see your comment until just now, Fernando. Fernando on uh, Facebook, thank you for listening. He said, I tuned out after it was 4 nothing. good lord. It's a good thing that you did, because uh, that game was rough, and, um, but you know as as a fan of the Dallas Stars if i'm not going to watch them when they're bad i don't get i don't deserve to watch them when they're doing good so hopefully they turn this around tomorrow and they say this is a thing of the past and everything like that um so one of the one of the big storylines coming out of tonight's game uh is the fact of the difference between the stars on home ice and then obviously away so on Home Ice, I believe I believe the stars are top five in the NHL. I think they've lost about three or four times, and it's just extremely amazing to watch them on Home Ice. They're one of the greatest teams in the NHL. Then you turn around and you look at the Road Woes, and that's why I entitled this uh this podcast tonight, Road Rage. They're four, ten, and two. On the season, which makes them 31st in the NHL, they are worse than some than some of these other teams. I don't even know who the worst team is, but I, I mean, one of these teams that I'm thinking of: Montreal, Buffalo, uh, Arizona, Seattle. One of these team, one of the, only one of those four teams has a worse road record than the Dallas Stars. And the Dallas Stars are supposed to be a, a playoff team. This is their last chance to try and you know make some noise in the playoffs and we're not seeing it and i don't know what the answer is for the dallas stars i honestly don't know and i don't know what the difference is and we've talked about on this podcast multiple 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 times about the fact that the stars cannot seem to figure it out on the road and all they have to do all they have to do is just be 500 on the road and this team is a playoff team that's all they have to do, and, you know, that's to be expected. You know, we don't expect most teams to be, like, lights out on the road like some of these teams are. Like, I believe Calgary has a really good uh, road record right now, and that's where they're, they're doing all, all the stuff and everything. But for the Stars, they're just not taking care of business on the road. And the only thing I can think of is the fact that they're not getting the matchups that they want or the changes they want on the road. And I guess the fact that they don't get that as the road team and the home team does get that—that's the only thing that I can think of. And if that's the case, this is squarely on Rick Bonus to figure out what the heck has to be done to get this team switched around on the road. And and you know, I there there were people that were already coming out and calling for, you know, Bonus needs to be fired. And it's been one game, guys. Ever since the Stars have had a really rough time, they've turned their season around, and this is their first real loss. I don't count the St. Louis as game as a loss. Their first real loss in seven games. So they've won five out of their last seven. So we need to back off on this a little bit. However, what I do need to say is that Rick Bonus needs to figure out what the heck to do, and I, I don't know the answer for that. I really don't know the answer. <laughs> The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN. This Wild Card Weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, must be 21 years of age or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. <laughs> and you know, unfortunately, an- another. Uh, Storyline coming into tonight's game was the fact that uh, Jamie Ben did have his 900th career game tonight um, So congratulations to him on a fantastic game, uh, Career so far. He, I still think he has a, g- a good couple years left in him He's obviously not the same player he was when he was in his uh, mid 20s and late 20s uh, But he's still a productive member of this team. He's still the leader of this team and I really was hoping for a better outcome in his nine to hundredth game, uh, than was the outcome in tonight's game. So, um I really expect that Jamie Ben will have a big bounce back game tomorrow. Uh they're gonna have to throw the body tomorrow. There's gonna have to be something something different done. And you know, now that I'm thinking about this, if I'm Rick bonus, I don't really know what to do and maybe that's why he gets paid the big bucks and I I sit here in front of a camera and talk to talk to the internet but it cuz you go based off of the fact of how you were successful at home with the lines that you had um, yes Gary Onoff is out yes uh is out Holtby's not in but Ottinger is perfectly capable Peterson proved that he played decent i wouldn't say fantastic but decent in the game uh, on Wednesday and against the Kraken, he had some defensive mishaps and everything, but he was still able to get some offensive chances. Um, but I mean, what are you supposed to do? In all reality, if you're Rick Bonus, what are you supposed to do? Because he he threw all the lines in a blender after the Stars really started tanking when it was four or five nothing, and just throwing you know random combos out there just to see what was going on, and maybe hoping something would stick. Uh, But the the frustrating thing, and I mentioned this on Twitter tonight, is the lines that seem to be the most productive and the most noticeable in tonight's game were the third and fourth line. That fourth line with uh, Kiviranta and Gardner seemed to be one of the better lines for tonight. And if that's the case for the Dallas Stars, when you're on the road, you know you're sucking it up on the road, that's not a good thing. To have, it's not a good thing to notice. That the players that we should be noticing more are those top two lines. We have to rely on one of those lines to get going on the road. And you know, I don't care that there's you know there's players out for the Dallas Stars right now. Every team is going through some sort of COVID something, COVID protocol. There have been some teams who were forced to play at the beginning of the season before they shut, started shutting teams down and before they shut down uh, the NHL for an extended Christmas break. There were teams that were going through way rougher stuff than uh, the Dallas Stars are right now. They have four players in COVID protocol, and I, I believe John Stevens, and that's about it. So I, I, it, it doesn't make any sense to me to to blame it on uh, – you know, Dennis Garionoff and Protocol or Holtby or Sekera. I, I, I didn't understand that there were people on Twitter that were that were like, "Well, if Sekera was in this would be." You're kidding me, right? <laughs> you're kidding me, right? Uh, a lot of the time, I honestly think that Joel Hanley is the better defenseman than Sekera. But, um, anyways, just to just to bat off of that, I, I just don't know what what to do if you're Rick Bonus. Like in tomorrow's game, what do you do? Do you go with the same line combo? Do you just? throw everybody in a blender and say, okay, Sagan, you're now playing with Ruffle and Robert Santa Pavelski. You're going to play with Glenn Denning. And I mean, what do you do? What do you do if you're the, if you're a rig bonus? Um, and maybe you can leave your comment in the comment section below and just let me know what you, what you think about this. Cause I honestly don't know what to do, uh, out of all of this. So um, I was going to go through the goal summary, guys, but I really don't feel like it just because of how terrible this game was. Um, I, I guess I'll give you guys some stats here tonight, and we can talk about some of these stats. But um, l- let me jump back on to Klingberg, because Klingberg was very noticeable tonight in the completely wrong way. And I, I guess what I want to point out is i'm really curious to see what his ice time was tonight because i was hoping that his ice time would be limited uh compared to others and it it looks like it definitely was so so and and i and i was right about this so so here's the ice times for the top four defensemen tonight um mirror had 24 minutes and 30 seconds uh had 23 minutes and seven seconds ryan Suter had 24 minutes and 12 seconds and then John Klingberg, with a significant drop-off from that, he had five minutes less than the, those other three defensemen with 18 minutes and seven seconds. And then when you even look at uh, Yanni Hockenpah, 15 minutes and 14 seconds tonight, that's a lot more uh, than he normally would play. And then the same thing with Joel Hanley, 14 minutes and 17 seconds. Normally that third pairing doesn't play as much as they did tonight, 16 minutes and And 14 minutes, respective, or 15 minutes and 14 minutes, respectively, for Hawkenpa and and Hanley. And I mean, part of the reason why in this game they played that much is because you know in the third period they were just rolling lines. The game was over after the you know the 10 minute mark of the second period. It was already four or five nothing. But it's also significant to look at the time on ice and notice that John Klingberg. Had significantly less ice time than his other top three uh, compatriots, so that that's really frustrating to see John Klingberg have that bad of a game, and I expect him to have a bigger bounce back uh, in tomorrow's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Although I'm not holding my breath. Um, one thing that we haven't talked about tonight also is uh, after Jay Cottinger led in his uh, fourth goal, he, he only saved thirteen. He only saved 13 tonight on uh, 17 shots. He had a 765 save percentage, and his goals against average uh, I believe was 4 tonight because I think he let him 4. Although I think with getting pulled, there's something weird that happens with goals against average on that. But regardless, um, Anton Hudobin makes his first appearance in a Dallas Stars uniform since the 7-4 loss against the uh, Minnesota Wild before the Christmas break. And, you know, it's hard to put somebody in a situation like that. He is a veteran, so I can expect him to maybe do better in a situation like that. Uh, Nonetheless, that wasn't the case in tonight's game, and it did not go well uh, for Anton Hudobin. He also would let in three as well. But, again, watching those goals, a lot of them were off of the rush, and they were off of turnovers. And especially that very first goal is like stuck in my brain because of how open Gustav Forsling was. I mean, he was just wide open. There were, he was not contested whatsoever, and it was such an easy goal. I mean, he he could have probably just tapped it in, and it would have been fine. And it pretty much was a tap in, anyways. So, uh, there there were just turnover after turnover after turnover after turnover from the Dallas Stars. And it, I, I what I don't understand is. I guess they were tired. There has to be something. Um, I'm not sure what it is, and we'll, we'll hope that it doesn't make itself known again in the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. But, um, you know, Robertson, his point streak ends at 8. He doesn't get a point tonight. Um, and it's just super, super frustrating to watch this team tonight and know that they can be better. It's it's almost like watching a uh, and, and I'm stealing this from from Josh Sanders of the Riley Tufty Facebook group But it's literally like watching a playoff contender on at home and then watching like Buffalo on the road it, It's just com- It's it's a complete Jekyll and Hyde Situation and I don't know the answer uh, for that tonight so looking at the players tonight everybody was a minus except for these players jamie ben finished with uh a dead even tonight in the plus minus uh ryan Suter was also dead even plus minus jacob peterson Rhett gardner and tyler sagan those were the only players in tonight's game who ended even um you've got you got foxa who was one of the worst ones that i saw tonight turning the puck over he's supposed to be one of our best defensive forwards, ended the night with a minus three. Uh, John Klingberg, like I mentioned, he ended the night with a minus three. And then Essa Lindell ended the night with a minus four as well. So maybe I need to go back and look at more of the highlights of this game and maybe see what Essa Lindell was doing on the plate. But I did not notice him tonight as much as I did uh, John Klingberg. Um, There was one goal, I believe it was the the last one for the Florida Panthers, where he just kind of shoved his stick at it, and it just kind of bounced all over the place, and Lindell did absolutely nothing with it. So, super frustrating. Um, But anyway, getting back to Anton Hudobin, I'm kind of jumping from topic to topic here. Sorry, guys, if if y'all are listening. Um, But Anton Hudobin would make 19 saves on 22 shots, And for an 864 save percentage, but that's a really rough situation to get thrown into uh, after you haven't played an NHL game since November, and all of a sudden, oh, here you go. It's for nothing. Here you go. So, anyways, um, if you're the Dallas Stars and you're looking at yourself in the mirror at your hotel room tonight, you got to figure something out. I mean you just you have to figure something out with this with this whole road whoa thing it doesn't make any sense and maybe they need to change the way they play on the road and do something different than the way they do it at home but whatever they're doing currently right now on the road is not working and that falls squarely on Rick bonus to figure out what the heck is going on so Uh, Rick Bonus will have to go back to the drawing board here tonight. Uh, I'm sure he'll be staying up here late this evening trying to figure out what he's going to do for tomorrow's game. And it's uh, just a a short flight over from uh, Miami over to Tampa. And, you know, guys, we'll we'll see what this Dallas Stars team does tomorrow. So, anyways, I think I'm going to close it out here early tonight because there's really not much else to talk about in uh, tonight's game. Um, I guess the one positive about this game is the fact that it is just one game. It's just one game, and the stars still have a winning record. They're still 17-14 uh, and one, 18-14 and two, excuse me. And uh, they they have uh, they have several games in hand on um, San Jose for that final wild card spot. But there's three other teams within two points that are above them: Calgary with 40, Winnipeg with 39. Edmonton with 38, Dallas with 38. So I know it may be early in the season to look at these uh, standings and be, like, all worried about this and everything, but the fact that, you know, the Stars are still not contending for a playoff spot at this point is very frightening and very scary, considering that we were considering this team to be, a at the very least, a playoff team, and right now they're not. So... Uh, hopefully they will turn that around tomorrow, and they will be a better team tomorrow. And we got to figure out what the heck is going on on the road, because otherwise, uh, we can kiss our playoff hopes goodbye for this season. Um, anyways, guys, thank you guys for listening. This has been Starcaster Remarks. I'm Ryan. Please use the promo code uh, THPN the next time you go and use the DraftKings app up there in the top right hand corner up there, and uh, that lets them know that we're the ones that sent you, and we'd really appreciate that. So. Uh by myself here tonight. I'll catch you guys on the flip side and we'll be back with you again tomorrow evening. Good night.